What's up, SFL Nation? Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. I want to thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to listen to this podcast. I am truly grateful to you. I do plan on posting two podcasts this week, double upload for you. Um, the second one is actually going to be based on what happened during week one, my SFL chat around the water cooler and such, my normal podcast. But this podcast in particular is a one-on-one sit-down with Mr. Johnny Pitchner of St. Louis. Now, I know that Johnny's gotten into it with a few people uh, over the past couple of weeks, so I sat down with him to kind of pick his brain, see what was going on with him, and how he felt about certain situations. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. And welcome back to my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is none other. First round draft pick. First actually pick of the draft. Mr. Johnny Pitchner. How you doing? Not bad, Ashley. Not bad. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. I'm so glad to have you back, man. Oh, so you have had a busy week, sir. Yes, ma'am. We all have. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's been a busy one. It's been fun. It's been one to remember. Definitely, definitely. So we're going to kind of dive into that. But for all of the new people that don't know you, you know, we had like about 50 people just join out of the blue over the past weekend, probably more than that. Um, tell us a brief description about yourself, um, name, age, hometown, and like a interesting fact that no one knows about you. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm Johnny Pickler, uh, 28 years old from Elmhurst, Illinois, western suburb of Chicago. Um, I, uh, I just a couple spitfire facts is, uh, I'm a military guy. I was in the army for six years between 07 and 13. Mm. Um, a father of two beautiful young daughters, uh, Gracie and Gabriella, four and five years old. Um, and I also formerly, uh, worked in esports. I worked for the, uh, I was employed as the NBA 2K consultant for the Golden State Warriors last year. Oh, fantastic. And for everybody that's new, um, Johnny was actually on my show mm, a few months back, like when he first joined, but he was Johnny 2K. So if you guys heard that interview, this is actually Johnny 2K. All right. So thank you for that. And how did you feel about being selected as the first pick of the draft? Uh, it was an amazing feeling. Um, and it's just, uh, neat how everything unfolded, um, just, Going all the way back to, like you said, when I just joined the league, started to get into conversations with people, was on your show. Mm -hmm. um, you had talked uh, with me about, um, do I have, you know, you knew my intentions of wanting to be a quarterback in this league. You asked me if I had any backup positions in mind. I said, no, I don't. I, I knew what I wanted, and I wanted to strive for it. I wanted to bring everything I could to the table. You know, had some great conversations with owners all around the league, and, and, um, and just worked on selling myself and doing what I could. You know, people want to poke at the PR team or, or around different things, but, you know, I just want everybody to remember that, you know, I don't, you know, hate on anyone in this league. I know there's people who are rooting for me, rooting against me, and there still are, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to go outside the box. You know, we have to, you know, this is a simulation league, so it's going to be our personalities and what we bring to the table that really separate us, things we can provide off the field. So, 
Uh, I wanted to do things that people haven't done before, grab people's attention, and, you know, getting picked overall by St. Louis was a sense of validation in my efforts in the offseason in pre-draft. Uh, feel really good about it. and really feel at home here with these guys. Uh, can't say enough about Gerald. Uh, awesome guy. Great coach. Um, as I said on the, uh, when I was in Boston for the, um, for the rookie draft, as I said on TV, you know, um, if it wasn't for Gerald, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I trust my career, the beginning of my career being in his hands. I think that's, you know, it's very important to find a coach that you're comfortable with who's going to game plan to you, um, who's going to communicate well with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, 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 for me, he checks all the boxes and something I would want in a leader and a coach. And he's a great guy off the field. Trust him when it comes to our efforts on the field. Um, Colin and Dwayne can't say enough about ownership. Uh, two great guys with great hearts, with a team first mentality. Um, we all, all four of us saw eye to eye, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. And since I've been here, um, met some great teammates, met some great teammates, and love the guys to my left and my right. Uh, my brother happens to be on the team too. His uh, his number's 42. Linebacker Mark Gronick. Nice. I didn't know that. Oh, I should have had you and your brother on the show then. Yeah, so yeah, no, bring him on. He'll be happy to come on sometimes. That's just a little storyline so people know he's my stepbrother, but we've been brothers since we were like five or six years old. Nice. I mean, great friend. Uh, like we're basically best friends, and we've been playing real sports together since we're that young and, and everything. So have him on the team is great. Him, and, him on defense, me on offense. I also have another good buddy of mine, uh, um, uh, Tony Roberto, uh, played high school football. He's also on my adult flag football team who's on the team. But just meeting new guys, uh, you know, uh, Shane Masters, Diesel, uh, Drew Reilly, um, Cody Scott, our offensive coordinator, um, you know, and I'm going to leave out a lot of guys just because I'm not going to mention 17 guys, but Chase Earl, <laughs> former rookie, second-round draft pick of ours. I mean, all these guys have been great guys. We, we're really building something special here in St. Louis, so I'm happy to be here. Fantastic, man. And so – um, looking at your stats from the game, I see that you went 18 for 24. You had 188 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. What do you think about your performance? <laughs> well, that one interception was a was a defining interception for for a lot of people in that game, and uh, and, and it hurt. You know, it, it, it stung, but um, I'm in be- I'm in better spirits now. <laughs> uh, you know, it, take, it takes a day, it takes you know 24, 48 hours to shake something like that off. You know. Mm. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't six. You know, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, you know, it's it was it was it was brutal to watch at the end, but uh, and and to kind of, uh, but it's almost like a you know story couldn't be the you know, storybook thing almost couldn't be written any better than that. You know, it's you you have to just. Um, you have to just look to the next game. Um, I did feel good overall about our game plan. Okay. I think our, uh, you know, uh, if you listen to my comments before the game, if anyone out there did, uh, everybody would know I was extremely confident in our defense. I think our defense is going to really be uh, something to look out for this year, even though my name and, and, and Diesel and our weapons on offense, all of our weapons on offense may be a big reason why people tune in. It's like, Take a look at our defense when you guys are watching our games because I think that, you know, they're really going to turn some heads and surprise some people. And I think that they did a great job. Uh, I, I already looked at them as a bend, don't break, and labeled them a bend, don't break type of defense. And that's exactly what they were. They held the team to five field goals. You know, they, you know so they, they put up stops when they needed to. Right. And I thought that that was huge. Um, you know, they scored as many touchdowns as they let up. We had a pick six, you know, uh, 
Um, Freeman Peltier, you know, got that done for us, um, and it, it let up one touchdown. So defense did, did a great job, so I thought the coordinators on defense did, did their job well. Um, offensive game plan I thought was great. I mean, we came out really balanced, uh, started early with the run game, uh, started to get me into it with some short passes, get me in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the threat of uh, Diesel in the ground game really opened up the passing lanes and uh, threw uh, my first career touchdown to Cody Scott, which also gave him the benchmark for most touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns ever as a St. Louis Gladiator. So that was a special moment for both of us together. Um, and uh, and I thought our offense did great. I mean, I, there wasn't too many complaints. I mean, at the end of the day, though, mm-hmm. you have to finish games. You have to finish games. Yep. And that's what it comes down to. I mean, giving up 17 points in the final six minutes, there's just no excuse for that. So we took our foot off the gas. Um, you know, we started to see the light and, you know, plan, plan to pop the champagne a little too early. And, you know, that's going to humble you. And uh, we'll learn from it. But, you know, we're uh, – we get another look at Carolina in week 12, and boy, we're waiting for them. But, you know, right now our focus is on London. Got you. Got you. And so um, how do you plan to make an impact for St. Louis? How do, how do you think that you will particularly do that? Uh, well, me, myself, I plan on being, you know, uh, a lot of the guys have, you know, touted me already inside the locker room. I think that they can sense it with me. They feel the emotion with me. Um, I, I plan on being a leader mm-hmm. uh, and, and being a leader in the locker room. And, you know, I apologize to the guys about that final play. And, you know, all these guys had my back. I couldn't even get words out of my mouth before everybody was already, you know, you know doing what they had to do as teammates to kind of relift my spirits up. And in return, you know, I let them know that, hey, the emotion that I, like, you can see the emotion in me, you can hear the emotion in me, you can read the emotion in me. And so rest assured that you at least have a quarterback here who cares and who's invested, you know. So I, I, that's what I want to display to my teammates, that I'm invested in this team, in this organization, that I care about our results deeply. I care about all of our success as a team. And, uh, and off the field, I look to contribute in many ways as far as, Pushing content, uh, growing our brand, uh, grow, you know, growing social, uh, social media, uh, helping our followers get up there, mm-hmm. and kind of just helping, you know, being a lead by example thing, doing some new things here in St. Louis that other teams aren't doing. A lot of teams are doing great things when it comes to social media and beautiful graphics and content they're pushing out, but we have our own initiatives here in St. Louis, and you know, I'm going to work with uh, ownership and management to, to push those as well off the field. Oh, man, fantastic. Because I was going to ask you, did you plan on participating in the SFL in any other capacity besides just being a player, you know, and things of that nature? Like, were you interested in stats or, you know, being on the broadcast team or, you know? Yeah, I think for now, yeah, I think for now my focus just is going to be strictly on St. Louis. And, okay. And, and, and really, you know, taking my taking year one, you know, at a team level. And, you know, I promised, uh, I promised a lot to this team and, and I want to be able to deliver. So I want to focus on St. Louis initiatives and I want to focus on growing our core of players and, and our team and our brand. I want to add swag to this city. You know, I want to change the reputation that St. Louis is known for. I want to um, give them something that other teams don't have, you know, so I, I want to, you know, really kind of keep my focus here in St. Louis. I did talk to a lot of the big heads in the league, you know, when it comes to when I was uh, out there in Boston, and some of these guys um, can see my vision. You know, I, I had said before when I was on your show before that I have, um, when I first noticed this league, I, uh, I fell in love with it. 
I also saw the limitless potential for growth in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having my esports background, I really see, uh, even though it's a beautiful product as is, I think there's tweaks that can be made here and there. I think there's different initiatives that we can push as a league um, to take us to the next level as far as being a, you know, really going in an e-sport direction. Um, I think that, you know, people have to be patient with, with change and they also have to be accepting of change mm-hmm. when, when you're looking to grow this to the next level. Um, and I think it will come within the next few seasons. But, uh, you know, and I think that the, the people that, you know, that matter in this league will reach out to me, you know, for aid. And I would love to, to help wherever I can when, when that time is, you know, is called upon. But, uh, you know, for now, I just plan on helping out St. Louis. Sounds good to me. You know, as best, especially if you're, you know, trying to feel your way around rookies, you know, you probably should just concentrate on being in the locker room, getting to know your team, trying to get to know people of the league, and then, you know, when um, positions become available or let's say you want to own your team, uh, your own team someday, people will remember those conversations and the time that you took to kind of um, talk to them and get to know them. So then they'll be more apt to vote you in, you know. Exactly, exactly. So right now, yeah, I just want to do my time like everybody else. I want yeah. to enjoy what it's like to be a rookie because, you, you know, uh, you, know you, you feel this feeling kind of, you know, once. And um, True. so just take, taking it in right now this season as it is and don't want to overload myself with anything else from a, from a league side. But, uh, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. It's already exciting. It is, definitely. Speaking of excitement, it seems like you stirred up some excitement uh, recently, man. Uh, your recent tweets have po- and posts have got you uh, in the hot seat with Carolina and a couple other teams. So uh, what do you, how do you respond to that? Well, um, do you have a specific post in mind that you're, that you're referring to? Well, the one that, was, that they kept posting that I saw in general chat was the one where there was a gladiator stomping someone, and then the, you put, you put the Skyhawks logo or the name right there, and then you put Johnny P at the top. Was was that you? Yeah. So that yeah that that was me slash that was like my my PR team. And to clear it up for everybody, because everybody you know is accusing me of having being the only player in the league who's allowed to have two discords on the server. Um, you know that is you know my girlfriend and my partner in life. Uh, um, Kelly Labrash, and she is a great woman and a major in marketing and, and a marketing professional in her own right. And, uh, um, and she, and I, I thought of bringing her in because anything you can do, you know, I know there's couples in the league that, that ha- you know, that are in this league together, mm-hmm. husband and wife and things like that. And it's, it's a great league that separates itself from other leagues. And it's, I, wanted, I always want to include her in my hobbies as she does me and hers. And she was actually a big aid to me when I was in the 2K league, when it came to like, uh, at, at my personality, uh, Johnny 2K on Twitter and, uh, and brand and, you know, creating branding and, and growing it. And, you know, we have, you know, side businesses together and she's just great at what she does. So, uh, to, to help her kind of be okay with my new addiction of the SFL, you know, I asked her if she'd want to have some fun with it, you know, and she'd want to do something else. So she does, she put that one out. Um, everything that, that I do, uh, you know, on, on discord, everything that I say, usually very, it's very careful. It's very tactful, you know, and it's actually really thought out. So, um, it goes over some people's heads, but you know, I do what I do for a reason and I drum up the attention and, uh, 
you know, and it creates, you know, it makes, I mean, it makes a game where two former two and 10 teams is maybe the most talked about game of the week this week, you know, and most looked forward to game of the week. You know, I don't care what people say. People are going to want to watch the Gladiators game next week because, because people are just can't stop talking about Johnny Pickler for four hours in Discord. And it's crazy that I don't even add to it. These guys just build it up, you know. And that one, con- and then I did make a con- So that was her who did that. Right. Hey, the PR, the, the PR team's allowed to put a little, uh, a little banter out there to get the fans running to do this and that. You know, just like I saw today, you got the, uh, the Atlanta Swarm. They, they had a picture of themselves stinging the, uh, the team that they're about to go against. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like that. I had a picture of my foot on top of the team that I was about to go against, you know. So, you know, you got to be prepared to eat your words if it doesn't work out for you. And I'm a good sport. Uh, and when, I, when I saw that ball go in the air, um, I, I knew not to look, I knew not to look on, uh, on Discord. My brother, he's like, hey, man, don't go into general. It's pretty brutal right now. <laughs> but uh, Oh, man, it was. It, it is what it is. I've actually had conversations since with, uh, uh, with, with Harris, with Tristan, with a couple of guys uh, on Carolina. I think cool. they do respect me, actually, and I, I do think that uh, they understand how good of a sport I am. Okay. They understand that I'm here for the betterment of the league and that I'm drawing attention to our games. I'm drawing attention to my team. And, you know, if people take the time to listen to the content I put out, um, you know, besides just taking one highlight, but that's media for you. I mean, you can honestly take a, you know, there could be psychology and sociology lessons just off, like, this league, you know? <laughs> Crazy how, you know, Every, the words everybody were saying about me in the Twitch chat throughout the entirety of the game. But when I threw that one interception, then the way it changed the whole culture after that. You know what I mean? People were just ready to, to, to you know, they're waiting for me to fail. But there was nothing bad to say about me until that, until that moment. You know, so uh, it's, I, I, I love it. I love, um, I love the mind games. I love the chess game. Uh, that's, you know, it's the person. And again, uh, I hear things like, Hey, this is a, uh, it's goofy to, or silly to create a persona around a simulation league. You're not, you know, out, it's like, no, actually on the contrary, it's like, this is a simulation league. And the only thing that separates us is our personality and the characters that we build and the people that we are and how we present ourselves and the things we say and the friendships we make and the alliances we make and the enemies we make, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's who we are. That's what's going to, and, and it's going to be the characters. It's going to be the storylines that are emphasized that really, you know, take this league to the next level, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, those are some of my initiatives. But to reference one comment and, uh, specifically, I'll admit uh, uh, Prasad, he did a good job at baiting me. Um, I, you could look up, you would not find a single word anywhere under anything I've ever said on Discord where I actually talk smack. It was e- either just a, a headline from my campaign, you know, from the PR campaign. Right. But I, I never talk smack at all. Myself as my character, I had always been very politically correct in everything that I've said. Mm-hmm. Been very smart about the way I've done things. And uh, and Prasad, he said something like, you know, and this was just a couple a day or two before game time. I can't remember. Uh, he said, what did he say? You have to. Uh, he said something like, um, it's just uh, he's like too bad Johnny's uh, has to keep hiding behind his girlfriend and can't talk shit for himself. And, oh, oh, I missed that one. Ooh. Oh, yeah, of course you missed that one, because that's not what they highlighted. You know, that's why I thought a lot of kind of, everybody thinks that I was the He said that, and then that's what baited me into firing back with, congrats on your radio deal. Now you got, now your fans have three ways to listen to you guys lose. Uh, okay, okay. I was wondering how, okay. <laughs> 
so, so that was just a quick like no I know how to talk shit too I just gotcha. never needed to do it or didn't do it until now but he baited me into the comment it worked out in his favor we both had a laugh about it like you know cool. a couple of days later you know and uh, we, we've kind of learned who each other are um, and so I think you know right now uh, will the rivalry be not all you know, fun and games between us now. I mean, it will still be, I think, intense come week 12 when we have our rematch at the end of the season. It will be interesting to see what position both teams are in at that moment as well. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, the drama and stuff, I'm it's behind me now, and uh, we're just focused on the next game. All right, fantastic. As you know, I had to, you know, I, I call myself being the um, mediator in some certain, you know, in instances. And I do realize that, you know, it's about trash talk, you know, football anyway. People talk trash. That's what you do. But Yeah, I think you guys on the on the beat team, like you literally asked that question every single rookie you interviewed. How do you respond? How do you how do you mm-hmm. like trash talk? How do you Should respond be? to trash talk? Mm-hmm. So if it's if trash talk in any way is gonna be frowned upon, you know, then then that shouldn't even be a question that you're asking every single rookie who's joining the league, you know. Mm-hmm. But but uh no, it, it's it's part of the fun of it, it's part of what makes this league what it is. Um, you know. Uh, it's, you know, you, you shouldn't go overboard. You shouldn't attack anyone at a personal level. You shouldn't attack anyone's family. You shouldn't do, I mean, there, there's things that cross lines, but, right. uh, you know, there's nothing, I mean, that's what, re- you know, that's what real football is. I mean, you want to chirp, you want to get in people's head. Um, and, and if you can do it, you can do it. Uh, but in a simulation league like this, it's like you better hope you can back it up because it's, it's a gamble when you do so, you know, Ooh, and you better be able to respond. Uh, you know, win or loss. You better be able to take it on the chin when it, when it doesn't go out your way. There you go. Last question. Expansion 2020 is coming up. And I'm curious to know, what are your thoughts? Who, what, where should another team um, be located? Do you have a particular person in mind that you would like to see get a team? Um, and then what should the logo of the team be? Hmm. Interesting question. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I love all the markets that, that are currently taken. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, I know it's not going to happen. Um, but I wouldn't being a Chicago guy. I wouldn't mind seeing a double up in Chicago, you know, just like we have the Cubs and the Sox out here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's multiple teams in New York and there's multiple teams in LA and, you know, in the real NFL. So I wouldn't mind seeing a double up in Chicago. I think, you know, that'd be pretty cool if, you know, me just being a Midwest kid, uh, maybe seeing a Kansas City team. I, I'm down for Midwest, uh, but, um, uh, you know, I, I would have normally said Vegas, but there's already a Vegas team, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's an interesting question. But, um, and as far as personnel, um, you know, I, I don't know if he's, uh, I, I can't really think of anyone, but in particular besides one individual, I'm not sure his intentions, if he, if he, if he, if that's what he wants to do. Uh, but, but I'd have to say Gerald, I have to say my coach and GM and, and as much as that, you know, I don't want to think about that right now because we have to remain focused on this season at hand, right. um, and, and all of our initiatives, for, uh, in St. Louis. Uh, and I know he's proud to be a gladiator right now, but from conversations I've had with him, the guy is so dedicated, he's so intelligent. He knows about the game. He's so passionate. Uh, he puts in the time, he puts in the time with all of his players, sits on the phone with all of us for, you know, for as long as needs be, you know, he's always available. Um, you know, I think he follows through with everything he says to, to his ownership. And, uh, you know, and I, I think if, if, if he wants a team, he deserves a team. Um, I'd hate to lose him as a coach though. I'll say that. But, uh, 
you know, and I'd hate to, and I, and I you know, when I, I, so I'd hate to lose him, but, but I would definitely endorse him if it's something that, if it was his dream. Awesome. Awesome job, man. What do you think the logo would be? Uh, let's get like a devils or a demons out there. Okay. Like a, like a, yeah, just a, another dark uni, like something, you know. Black and gold, black and silver, or black and red. I don't. I don't know. I know there's already great uniforms and great, great teams out there. But yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You know, I've, I realized that it is a lot of people from Chicago. There's a lot of people that um, were in the service, whether it's um, Army or Marines or Air Force or um, Navy. It's we. It's amazing how we all come from different backgrounds. But we all have that one commonality in some regard, you know? We, we do, we do. And it's a big, you know, linking tree that we all can pick from, you know, we all, and, there, and there's, you know, commonalities that we can all find between us. And that's what makes, you know, esports beautiful. That's what makes the SFL beautiful and stuff. And, you know, uh, you can really find some good friends and meet some good people that you otherwise would have missed out on, you know? And you can find, I'm sure that you can find build friendships for life. I'm sure that those have already been created, and I'm sure that you could uh, you could second that. Um, oh, absolutely. So, uh, def- definitely a beautiful league for, for those reasons. Uh, and mentioning Chicago, man, I, I tried to I tried to campaign for Chicago to be the location, the convention. I don't think it's one of the finalists, but it's like, come on, doesn't it make sense? It's like middle ground for everybody. True. Or like, just in the heart, <laughs> big city. If you plan it in advance, because because. So many flights come through O'Hare, and we have two airports in Chicago. It's like, we have two airports here. You can get cheap tickets in and out of Chicago, one of the cheapest cities to fly in and out of, um, even though it may be a pain in the butt like because of how our airports work. <laughs> one of the cheapest cheapest cities you can find. You know, uh, I, you know, I got some connections here. You know, it can help with some hotels and some, some bars around here. But uh, nice. they, I thought it would be a great location just because it's central to everybody, you know. And... Uh, but, you know, if it ends up in Vegas, you can, wherever it ends up, I think that uh, unless I have something crazy going on, I look forward to being at it this year, meeting a lot of people face-to-face. Sounds good. And that would be great because this is summertime. Summertime in Chicago is absolutely amazing. With the taste going on, everything is just lively, you know, great food. Oh, my God, I lost my mind a little bit. <laughs> we have a lot of great events, you know, when it comes to summertime. You got Lollapalooza. You got yes. uh, a lot of a lot of fun things out here. Uh, but right now it's brutal. You know, I got a, a sheet of ice down my driveway. You know, and it is not fun to step outside. My lips are more chapped than ever. I'm surprised. It probably sounds like I can't speak right. Or I have an impediment or something right now. I <laughs> just sore throats all the time. Chap lips, like just wind and cold right now. Oh man, I see. So y'all can have that. I... <laughs> I would come visit you in the summertime, but uh, no, I'm not. I'm not a winter person. I'm from Georgia. We're, my blood is way too thin for that. <laughs> I hear you there. But all right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Johnny. Thank you for answering the questions and for clearing some things up for people. You know, and I hope those people that had any issues with you will take time out to listen and kind of get your your take on it. You know. Definitely. And all I would say to anybody, you know, it's okay. It's okay to hate me. It's okay to, to, to do whatever, you know, you can feel however you want to feel about me. But all I say is, you know, if you want, if you, if you want to paint me as the heel of this league, you can. I, I swear I'm not giving you too many reasons, though, too. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good to everybody that I, that I really meet. And if you really want to take a chance to get to know me, you know, before you fire out at me, uh, everyone here knows, I mean, should know. I'm an open book. DM me. You might not see me on the general board much. 
but, but, but I am in people's, you know, DMs. I, I talk to a lot of people in this league. Uh, anyone can reach out to me personally. I don't mind having a good long phone call with you about the league, about anything, you know. So, you know, get to know me before you bash me. That's all I'll say. Fantastic. And I was uh, want to give you the last word. You can do any shout-outs that you want to do. You can um, sing a song. Recite some poetry, you know, whatever you want to do at this point. On your show, unless I lose a bet to you, maybe if if things ever cross paths, we can put that on the line. Oh, so that's what it's going to take, huh? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. That's what it will take to get me, you know, to sing sing (laughs) people, because it's... uh, I mean, I would have to be in some type of blacked-out state at a karaoke bar, and you'd have to give me some proof that I'd sing, because I do not sing. I, I'm pretty tone-deaf, and, and I do not have a good voice that I like. I, I hate hearing myself, as crazy as that sounds, because I know I push out content. I don't like listening to myself. Oh, wow. That is, that is crazy. I do like talking, but I don't like listening to myself. So you won't catch me singing as a shout-out. Um, I'll give a shout-out uh, to my wonderful family, to, to you know, uh, um, Kelly, you're beautiful, you're amazing, and thank you for supporting me in all my crazy hobbies and, uh, and being an excellent caretaker of our girls and an excellent caretaker of me. I know I'm like a third kid. Um, <laughs> give a, give a shout-out to, you know, everyone on top of this league who built it to what it's been, the beautiful product, and I know it's only going to keep growing, and I'm honored to be a part of it. And give a shout-out to you, Ashley, because it's content creators like yourself that, that get something like this, you know, that really take it to the next level, get it off the ground. It takes that passion. It takes someone who's willing to put in the hours. It's not easy. I know that. I, I did a podcast before. That's what actually got the Golden State Warriors interested in me and, and got the, and made them sign me on their team for season two of the NBA 2K League was the fact that I hosted a 2K podcast. So it's wow. creating is not an easy thing to do. Oh, and shout out to my brother too. So I didn't mean to leave him out of that. The podcast was actually his idea. He never went to work further in the league because it just wasn't, uh, you know, his motivation to do so. But I would not even be probably involved in esports if it wasn't for Mark. Mark made the whole Johnny 2K persona and personality happen. He was the one who talked me into it, you know, when I was kind of just down on myself and only had, you know, a couple hobbies. He got me back into that side of things. So, Mark, uh, number 42, our linebacker, and my brother, shout out to you as well, buddy. Fantastic. Johnny, it's been a pleasure. Looking forward to having you on the show again. And um, we will have a bet very soon. (laughs) Sounds good. I look forward to it, Ashley. It's always a pleasure. And uh, have me back anytime you need, anytime you want. I surely will, Johnny. Thank you so much. And have a great day. You as well. All right, everybody, and that ends the podcast. I want to thank Johnny Pinchner for coming out and um, having a nice little sit-down with me. It was a pleasure, and, you know, I wish y'all the best, too, man. I wish everybody the best. But I'm looking forward to bringing you another podcast later on this week with more information. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Please, if you have any questions about it, any segments that you want to hear from me, or if you actually want to be on the show, feel free to DM me. I'd be more than happy to have you on. And if you like the show, please retweet it. You know, um, let your friends know about it so we can all just have a big community that comes together to support each other. All right, guys. Very nice presenting this to you. Have a fantastic night. And... Striker out.